Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Inner Source Healing Podcast, the program about healing from toxic abuse. My name is Deborah Ashway. I'm a mental health therapist and a licensed clinical addiction specialist, but I also have been where you are now and have experienced the devastating effects of toxic abuse. It has been a long journey through the path of healing, but when we finally awaken from the trance that we so easily fall into around toxic people, life can be absolutely amazing. It's like you can finally breathe, live, and experience life in full, vivid, extraordinary color. I want to help people get there by healing from dependency, codependency, trauma, and abuse. The healing process brings us through long-standing perceptions that have held us back from experiencing a more fulfilling and meaningful life. As recovering targets of toxic abuse, we end up over-apologizing for everything. This is our attempt to avoid more conflict and backlash. Apologizing also helps defend against disappointing others. But being in the habit of apologizing sets us up for low self-esteem and more violation. So this episode looks at the Sari Syndrome and why people who care too much can end up being the ones who hurt the most. The Sari Syndrome is the condition where someone takes on too much responsibility. The over-apologizers are typically highly compassionate, very empathetic, very intuitive, and sensitive by nature. And all of these are great qualities, but the syndrome can develop after being with a toxic individual because toxic people take almost no responsibility. They are not accountable for their actions, and they generally direct the blame outwardly. And so therefore, the targets of toxic people become conditioned to take the responsibility either to avoid the negative consequences of not doing so or because they have internalized the repeated voicings of the narcissists and come to believe that they are actually the ones to blame. Apologizing serves almost as a safety behavior or like a protective measure against the potential threat the body perceives a threat and it releases stress chemicals and and so compulsively apologizing is a way to help calm down the nervous system but why does the body perceive threats <clears throat> even uh, covert psychological abuse is detected in the body believe it or not our heart might beat a little bit faster our hands might get a little bit sweaty we might feel tense tense or tightness somewhere, but repeated patterns of negative consequences are really quickly learned in the brain and the emotions are stored somewhere in the body. So the next time this happens, it's kind of already 
there's already an emotional marker there and then that just gets released and then we start feeling it maybe not consciously but subconsciously so then the problems of over apologizing can become um, it really can become a thing saying sorry can become like a compulsive behavior like a knee-jerk reaction like when somebody accidentally bumps into you at the store and they're the ones that bumped into you, but you end up apologizing. It's just kind of like a knee-jerk, like, oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> and uh, we're creatures of habits, so developing this habit is pretty natural. And it does happen un unconsciously. Um, but like any habit, without conscious awareness, it can have real negative impacts. Um, it appears, some of the negative things about it is that it appears as a weakness to others, particularly people without empathy. They kind of view that as a weakness and that makes you a target. They might perceive it at an unconscious level, but they do perceive it. And then that sets you up as a target to more toxic abuse. Over apologizing also tends to decrease the value of actual genuine apologies. So that when you are trying to give a genuine apology and you really do feel bad if you're kind of in the habit of apologizing for everything that's it sometimes might come across as just another you know knee-jerk meaningless apology Re repeated um, repeatedly apologizing for things sends subconscious negative messages to your own psyche which then devalues your sense of self and decreases your self-esteem so when you're apologizing, it's you're still you're not only sending messages outwardly, but your brain is receiving that too. And your brain is kind of reinforcing the negative talk and the negative self-talk and the negative um, talk that you've already heard likely from toxic people that all this stuff is your fault anyways. It's just really only serving to reinforce that. It's also a form of handing your power over to somebody else. So if you're apologizing too much or if you're apologizing for something that you actually didn't do or aren't responsible for, um, you're basically giving them your power. You're, you're sort of also letting them off the hook. You're not holding them accountable, so they don't have to be responsible. So there's a, a definite power shift there. Um, Over-apologizing makes it look like you're making excuses for your actions, which also gives the impression that your behavior was, in fact, negative. If you're apologizing, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that. Then it can be perceived as you're just making excuses and that you believe that your, neg that your behavior was negative, again, setting you up for a perfect target for more toxic abuse. The auto-apology rarely is followed with an offer to make things right or make a positive change, which is even more irritating to other people. So if you ever heard somebody apologize for something and then that was it, like, oh, I'm sorry, like that genuinely, genuinely irritated you, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to spill that wine on you, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and then there's nothing to, like, they're not trying to help you in any way, not handing you a towel, nothing. You're going to be irritated. And that's the same kind of effect that 
over apologies are going to have on other people. You noticed that you did something, but you offer no follow through or no help. Um, here's some examples of over apologizing. So you might find yourself, like I said before, you know, you bump into somebody and you're, oh, I'm sorry. Or I mean, they bumped into you and you're saying, oh, I'm sorry. When it's they're the ones that bumped into you. Um, other times like, sorry, uh, do you mind if I ask you something? I'm sorry. Do you mind if I ask you something? You don't need to apologize before asking somebody anything. Or, sorry, where's the bathroom? You might hear this all the time. You might be one of those people that say that when you're looking for a bathroom. You normally don't need to apologize for looking for a bathroom unless you're interrupting somebody. Then you can say, excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt, but not, I'm sorry, can you tell me where the bathroom is? Or, oh, sorry, yeah, it's cold outside. If you see somebody shivering, sorry, it's so cold outside. Or, sorry, if you, sorry for rambling on and on if you're talking to somebody and you feel like you're losing their attention or you feel like you've taken up too much of their attention. That's kind of a, one of the auto apologies. So how do you stop? How do you stop over apologizing? If you're, if you found that you're in the habit of doing that and you're recognizing maybe some of the negative consequences of it, what do you do to stop? The first step in stopping any unwanted habit is recognizing it. You have to bring it into your awareness and you have to give it your attention. Give your attention to your thoughts and your behaviors. And when you do this, that kind of liberates the unconscious, an unwanted and impulsive reactions. It's sort of bringing it out of the dark. So we become free to respond with intention instead of automatically responding without really our control over it. So in order to bring the habit of over-apologizing to the forefront of your mind is to really pay attention when you hear certain um, key words like sorry or my bad or excuse me or my fault or any other words or expressions that place the responsibility onto you. Sometimes it's appropriate. I'm not saying that it's, don't ever do that. I'm just saying sometimes we are in the habit of over-apologizing and if you feel like you are, then notice those words. Notice the words that you use. When you hear any of these key words or phrases leaving your lips, ask yourself the following questions. Did I actually make a mistake? Did I? Did I actually make a mistake right now? Or did somebody else just bump into me? Okay, if I made a mistake, then I really am sorry. If I was in the wrong place and that's why you bumped into me, then I apologize. If I'm just standing in line at a grocery store and you're not watching where you're going, I didn't really make the mistake. Another question to ask yourself is, did I apologize out of fear? Do a body scan. Check to see if there's fear underlying anywhere in your stomach. Is there tension in your shoulders? Anywhere. Just check for fear because it, it could be a habit of apologizing out of fear, not even of anything rational, but just kind of a subconscious automatic response, like a fear of negative lashback if you don't apologize, you know, from earlier experiences. Um, another question is, did I apologize out of guilt? Sometimes guilt is really just a useless 
emotion that is trained and conditioned in us and it's not necessary all the time. So is this one of those times? Am I apologizing out of guilt? Did I apologize because I felt obligated to apologize? It's a little bit different than guilt, but similar. And if so, why? Is it because, say, it's your mother-in-law and you know that if you don't take all the responsibility and you don't apologize right away, there's going to be, I don't know, snide remarks or dirty looks or something, anything. I'm just using that as an example. And so you're kind of automatically um, in the habit of apologizing out of a sense of obligation. Maybe that was taught to you. Maybe that was ingrained in you. Um, what? Another question is, was the responsibility really mine? Like, oh, I know, I'm sorry, it's so cold outside. It. Do you control the weather? Is that your responsibility? No. Another question is, did I feel anxious or uncomfortable? That's a big one. A lot of times people will use an apology as a filler or because they simply feel anxious or uncomfortable. Notice the patterns of when it happens that you find yourself over-apologizing. Pay attention to the patterns. Is it around certain individuals? And again, I go back to the mother-in-law example because that's just kind of a, um, I don't know, standard. Is this person somebody that I find myself apologizing around more often than other people? Um, or do you notice that it's in certain situations? Maybe, you know, when you're out in public or you're around a group of people that you don't know, or maybe it's really specific to, you know, I don't know, work at a certain time of day. So pay attention to those patterns. Does it happen more when performing certain activities? Like when you're trying to do something that you're, you haven't mastered the skill or you don't believe that you've mastered the skill at, or when you have mastered a skill and you feel over, overly accomplished. It, just look at the, is it when you're performing certain activities, do you find yourself apologizing more often than other times? Um, or also, how are you feeling in the moment? Notice how you're feeling. Are you feeling insecure? Is there a feeling of fear? Is there a feeling, like we go back to that guilt? What are you feeling when you find yourself apologizing? Remorse? Are you feeling remorse? I, you know, ask yourself, what do, what do I feel? Embarrassment? Shame? It could be anything, but we're looking for patterns here. And it might help to keep a journal to see if you notice any pattern forming. So count how many times you find yourself apologizing during the day or the week. Just make a little tick mark or something, little tally marks. You can look through old texts, old emails, and old messages to see if there were times when you needlessly apologized to try to sort of get a head start on formulating a pattern. And when you do, when you do find yourself apologizing, it's okay um, because this is just the you know first steps of bringing this into your awareness and making changes. Pause, take a moment, breathe, and then respond. It's okay to not respond immediately. That's fine, you don't have to. Sometimes our own knee-jerk reaction is to fill the silence and react quickly for some reason. You know, there's all kinds of reasons people do that because if, maybe they feel stupid if they don't have a response right away or maybe they feel uncomfortable if there's a you know period of silence. 
but is that what you're doing? We don't actually need to fill the silence. We don't need to respond right away. Even if there is awkward silence for a moment, that's okay. Learn to get comfortable with that. The other person could fill that void just as much as you. So why does it have to be up to you? Why does it have to be your responsibility? Take a moment and allow that pause and get comfortable with that. Breathe. Just breathe. Just inhale. And exhale. Put your focus on your breath. Inhale. Exhale. Deeply. Try it. Inhale. Take a deep inhale. Didn't that feel good? Kind of helps to slow down our automatic response system and it puts us in a state of being more calm. Follow the rhythm of your, of your breathing for a moment. Just follow the rhythm of your breathing. Just kind of notice it. Bring it in and let it go, the rise and the fall of it, and release that urge to apologize with every exhale. You don't need that. It doesn't do you or anyone any good to over apologize. So notice what is happening. What is going on outside of yourself? What are you feeling? Notice the sensations in your body as well as your thoughts. Your body will provide clues about what is going on. Where's the tension? Is there tension? What is the tension telling you? Notice what the other person is doing. Are they apologizing? Do they look like they're waiting for an apology? Just wait it out. Wait it out and give yourself time to decide if you even need to take the responsibility before automatically responding and before automatically apologizing. After giving yourself enough time and space to make a mindful decision, you are then better able to determine the best approach. Does the situation require a thoughtful and meaningful apology. If so, good for you for taking responsibility for your actions. That's exactly what we all need to do. And that takes courage and compassion. And this is only going to benefit your relationship instead of negatively impacting it. But automatic or habitual apologies carry no meaning. And they can actually serve to cause distance within the relationship and do more harm than good. So replace the apologies. You can try doing this if you want to have something to take the place of the apology. You can replace the apologies with showing gratitude. Instead of apologizing for going on and on about something that was important to you that somebody else might be losing interest in, or maybe they're not losing interest in, you just automatically apologize. Instead, try thanking them for listening and for taking their time to listen to you. And instead of apologizing for bumping into somebody in the store, excuse yourself and thank them for making room for you. In fact, you don't even have to excuse yourself if you weren't doing anything. You can just say, oh, thanks for making room for me. Try to get into the habit of that. And remember, this is a habit and it takes time and practice to break a habit and form a new one. Um, they say seven days is typically the time that it takes to form a new habit or to break another habit. 
So maybe practice this for seven days. Give yourself some compassion while you are rewiring your brain. Give yourself compassion and give yourself time. And you will see changes. Small little shifts like this can make big changes in your life and in your relationships. Thank you for listening to the Inner Source Healing Podcast. Remember, it is important to give yourself the compassion that you deserve. And remember that your feelings matter. If you want more information or want to contact me, please visit my website at www.innersourcetherapy.com.